Simplified Chaos, episode 31. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. Wonderful friends, welcome back or welcome for the first time to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian and I'm with my co-host and handsome husband, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We got another great episode for you today. Yes, yes. Jilly, what are we talking about? Uh, why we need to get our butts outside. In nature. In nature. Yeah. The fruits of nature. I like nature a lot. We should. We're part of nature. We are part of nature. <laughs> I like to enjoy it. <laughs> but before we get into nature and getting outdoors, yes. let's talk a little gratitude. All right, all right. What's up, Jilly? What are you grateful for? Today I'm grateful for two things. I couldn't decide. Oh, man. I know. And I may have said one of them before, but I'm just going to show my gratitude. let you know. Show my gratitude again. I am grateful for Trader Joe's Ooh, chili lime seasoning. Oh, nice. <laughs> they helped make my shrimp taste extra good tonight shit was delicious and it was so simple just lemon juice and that chili lime seasoning and it was de bomb was your previous gratitude for trader joe's the everything bagel seasoning no no but okay. that's another great staple that, another that trader great joe's has um it's the bob stroller again oh yeah yeah um i feel like there's not really too much tmi on here so i have developed a lovely milk blister on my nipple from breastfeeding it happens. That sounds like fun. Didn't know what it was until I had my mom Google it, because I'm like, I'm not going down that Googling hole, finding out that I could die of cancer just from looking up what a milk blister is or yeah. what the hell this thing is. Anyway, so um, anytime like Lucille wants to get on the nip just to sleep, because sometimes she's not even hungry. She's just like, hey. She's bored. Ah, she gives me that little milk sign. Yeah. I she knows never, that well now. I should have never taught it to her. <laughs> anyway, she makes her little milk sign, and instead of hearing her cry and me not giving her the nipple i just put her in that bob stroller and she just does her thing and drifts off yeah. to sleep and i just i get a little extra walk and i get some more nature time you're getting outdoors so instead of having her having her fall asleep on me on my nipple that needs a break inside i just put her in the bob stroller she falls asleep in there and i get to sit outside and it's pretty nice that's awesome yeah what about you I am grateful for a good fan experience. Oh, gosh. So Sunday, I went to the Baltimore Orioles game. They are not a great baseball team, but my buddy had an extra ticket. He has a Sunday ticket plan, and it was 99, 101 degrees plus 90% humidity, so it felt like 114 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you were crazy for taking that. Well, luckily we were in the shade, but... The Orioles did something right, the the organization, and they had these orange towels that they were giving out that were in ice buckets. And they were giving out as many as you wanted, and they're really nice. Actually, they hold cold water for a while, so I put one around my neck, tied one around my head. I was cool for the rest of the game, sitting out there in 100-degree heat. Yeah. Yeah, so that it was, was really nice. good that they thought of that. Because dehydration is a thing. Usually the kids get <laughs> to run. Usually the kids get to run around the bases 
after the game, but they canceled that due to the heat and everything like that. So they should have put they sprinklers were out there. Definitely looking in the fans' best interest, which was good because not all the time do you find organizations that do that. But I think more more do that today than they did before. That's lovely. Yeah. So that's what I'm grateful for. Sweet. Staying cool in the heat. And you're kind of cool anyway, so. I try. So, Jilly. Yes. Let's talk about getting outdoors. All right. So, I know that some lifestyles, even ours, can get very busy, chaotic, and I think sometimes we forget that we are nature. We are part of it. We need to be out in it a lot more because now more than ever, we are inside most of our day. And I actually read something pretty frightening. Uh Uh-oh. It said in um, an article I was reading that our increasing indoor lifestyle claims at least 22 hours out of most adults' days in the United States. And it pretty much told you like to add up all the hours you spend inside, like in your home, in your car, at your job. And it's pretty frightening when you do start calculating it and looking at the numbers. It's like, shit, I am inside a lot. Yes. And studies are also showing that there's an association of screen time with the loss of empathy, which is it's big. Yeah. Now there's a lot of things keeping us indoors now more than ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost, you don't have to go outside, but it's a, it's a problem. And I've kind of found in the past, I think we're working to fix this problem, but I'll admit it that this was a problem that I find that, or I found that when I was bored or if I wanted to relax or get some quote unquote downtime, I would just either turn on the TV or pick up my phone. Yeah. And that's a problem. Like I, I realize that I acknowledge it. No one's perfect, but at the same time I was spending way too much time doing that. Now, instead I'm trying to be more mindful, like of changing that habit of like, anytime I'm getting bored or I want downtime and to relax, I'm going outside and sitting mm-hmm. out back, or I'm going for a walk with Lucille, or I'm just taking a blanket out and just sitting outside with her. Cause right now I have that option. Cause I do have summers off, but right. no, I'm, you've definitely been more intentional about getting outdoors. And I've seen it when I get up in the morning, I'll look out the bathroom window and I'll see you just chilling out on the patio either you know scrolling or reading or whatever but at least you're outside yeah and then i know yesterday i worked from home you were out a lot you know (laughs) outdoors with lucille which is good because i know i spend a majority of my time indoors during the day at work and it's a problem and for me i have personally a a tough time getting outdoors at work even just for for 10 to 15 minutes yeah i know that it's possible so you and i keep talking about that and i know you ask me every day when i get home from work did you get outside did you get outside and usually i'm like no no i mean it's i don't want to feel like i'm nagging you is important and i i know that i want to do it and so this week as a, a challenge leading up to this podcast i put a 10 minute minute uh break in my schedule on my calendar actually on my outlook calendar and make sure that i went outside just to either walk around or just sit outside we have a nice little um terrace outside our building so i sat out there yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's gorgeous there's a lot of trees around us butterflies birds like everything that's out there you just take a couple minutes to actually look around and appreciate what's surrounding you it's amazing and it's a gorgeous building that i work in as well so i mean it's just a very 
soothing place that, that I'm at there. So I, I need to put it in my calendar in order for me to go ahead and take that break or else I just get consumed in my work and just kind of keep at it. Yeah. My next goal is, you know, if I can make this work for 10 to 15 minutes a day is to really just start eating my lunch outside as well. Which is huge. Yes. Yeah, that's I know. You keep you. telling me. So, so that's kind of my goal. I'm not perfect, but I do realize the importance of being outdoors and I'm setting goals for myself, very small ones to start off with and hopefully reach the goal where I'm eating out, you know, as long as it's not 100 degrees outside yeah. and I'm eating lunch outside. I feel like we should have like outdoor breaks, nature breaks, almost like cigarette breaks. Yeah. Like every hour, go outside for five minutes and instead of picking up your phone and looking at it, it's like look around and just stay out there for five minutes. I will say for the uh, the smokers in our building, they are out there often, and they're outside. <laughs> but they're outside; they're in nature. Even though smoking is not a great habit, it's <laughs> no. not good for you. They're outdoors every day, three to four times. Well, they have to be because yeah. they can't smoke inside. Yeah. So why don't we just pretend like we have a smoking habit? Sure, and just say it's a nature habit. It's a nature habit. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, an outdoors habit. Exactly. Yeah, good call, Jilly. <laughs> but yeah, like. Overall, and I do realize this when I'm in nature, like I feel calmer, I feel less stressed, I just feel lighter, happier, and just more connected with the world around me. And it sounds really cheesy, but I mean, we were going to move to Bend, Oregon Mm -hmm. just for that reason, because we were outside and it was so healing, especially during a time when I was very overwhelmed and stressed with trying to get pregnant and nature heals. It fucking heals. It does. And I'd say that we've always had like an unconscious uh, connection with nature. I mean, one of the very first things that we did together as a couple was we took a trip to Harper's Ferry and went tubing along the Potomac River there. And for those don't, that don't know, it's it's out in the mountains uh, in Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland. Like it's where all the three states combine there. And you just float along the river with woods on the side of you. There is a small town called Harper's Ferry that you swim past or that you float past. And it's, you know, out there in nature. But when you think about it, a lot of our vacations, there's two things that are usually... There's a theme. They're involved. And one of them is outdoors or hiking or nature I and, can, yep. in one category. And the other is food. You're right. Yeah, finding a place that has good food. So... We've had an attraction to Bend, Oregon. We find ourselves in Asheville, North Carolina. We find ourselves even locally here in uh, like Luray or, or, or whatever, you know, out there in the App- Appalachian Mountains. So yeah. we've unconsciously had, and we you always, mean we always, yeah, subconsciously, unconsciously. <laughs> I, like I am I'm knocked not, out. Yeah. I'm knocked out, but you're dragging me in the mountains yes. somewhere. <laughs> but subconsciously, you know, we, we go outside and we tend to chase waterfalls. That's a thing. Sorry, TLC, but we chase waterfalls. I thought you were going with that uh, that movie. What's that movie where he kept oh. quoting TLC quotes? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who the TLC other guys. is. Yeah. yeah. Freaking, what's his I name? I don't want no scrubs. Yeah. What's his name? Batman. Uh, I'm Batman. Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton. Oh, my God. That was hysterical. That was a good role. But yeah, <laughs> you know, we find ourselves vacationing outdoors and... I know that the beach is technically outdoors and innate. What? I don't even. I don't know. I don't consider that in nature, especially like Ocean City. But I guess there are some beaches where I think it's nature. It's so populated yeah. and overcrowded. It's in our like, area, it's not. But if like you go out to Oregon, you know, there's cliffs and stuff like that. There's beaches and stuff that you can go to that are just completely in nature. But around here on the East Coast, I mean, it's like Ocean City is. 
Baltimore on the ocean. Yeah, it's very it's very crowded during the summer. I think when I do talk about nature, like literally we are part of nature. So it's like when you walk outside, you're literally in nature. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we think we have to be in like majestic mountains or near a natural creek. But really just nature means just getting outside no matter where you are. Yes. If there's tall buildings, if you're in a city, if there's if it's there's tons of people like just getting outside is what's the most important part. But yeah, I see what you mean because Ocean City is not the most calming atmosphere no, no. to relax in, <laughs> especially in the summertime. In the fall, it's wonderful because oh, yeah, it's, it's deserted. Yeah. I love it. And But no, I, I, I see what you mean. But yeah, I mean, when we say get in nature, we don't mean like you have to go to your local state park like just walk around your neighborhood just walk outside your door if you're wherever you're working like in your office building you know and it's it's funny too like connecting with nature we are fascinated with like different animals we don't even know it but like we really are like yesterday i was working in our dining room and i look outside there's a turtle crossing the driveway i thought it was the coolest thing ever i went out there with my phone took a picture of him and let him be on his way but like we find like other animals and stuff like that to be very cool and you get excited like your inner kid comes out almost and just like oh look there's a turtle you know crossing the driveway it's like i have to see this i think that's what nature does it brings out our inner curiosity that we had when we were a kid and I think we've gotten out of that as we start getting into the adult world and start working and having more responsibilities. We forget what it was like to be curious and just always ask questions because there are so many flowers and birds and trees that I don't know what their name is. And that's a shame. Like, you feel like I would know more about my natural environment. I've grown up in this house. Why don't I know what kind of tree is in my yard? Like, that's kind of scary to me. So it's almost like a a nature challenge to, like, know more about my local community Mm -hmm. and what's growing and... So maybe I can at least identify two trees. I mean, I know what an oak tree is, but that is not an oak tree in our yard. No. But it it's pretty sad that I don't know a lot about what's local here in our area. So right. um, I'm excited to just dive deeper into this topic in our own lives. And I know I'm, I'm more excited about the resources I'm going to share because I have some really awesome Ooh, tips to help. I can't wait to hear them either. But I thought it'd be good to just talk about what are some things we're doing now that, to help break that busy, chaotic schedule and to just simplify it so that way we're getting outside more. And first on the list, I, I kind of learned this in Copenhagen. And now I'm bringing we, we this... We are learning, yeah. I'm bringing this lesson back. And if you care to find out lessons learned from Copenhagen, check out episode 30, 29, 29. Yeah. But so in Copenhagen, we picnicked everywhere and it was so much fun. And I think maybe having Lucille um, with us since she's a little over a year, it forced us to just sit down more and just relax because we knew she needed to stretch her legs. And I'm so grateful we did bring her because... I don't think we would have we would have really slowed down enough to enjoy the parks unless we had her. We probably just would have kept walking. We would have yeah. kept going and going, and we wouldn't have stopped and slowed down. But because we had her, it forced us to just, you know, stretch our legs too and just relax and have fun and just just be. Um, so I had just having a blanket or a towel with you at all times. Yeah. Um, whether it's in your car or in a stroller, if you have a little one, or yeah, I've even had in your terrapin blanket in, in the back of my car for probably five years now. I, I find that just having something that I can sit on immediately invites me to sit down a lot more. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I find that if I don't have a blanket or a towel, like I'm like, uh, I mean, I could sit in the grass. I mean, I don't mind sitting in the grass, but if it's slightly damp or like, there's no excuses. Like if I have right. something that I can sit on, it immediately invites me to just sit wherever I want. And then just, you know, if I have snacks, I can snack. If not, I can just sit and chill. And it was yeah. so fun picnicking. It was fun picnicking, and we found some areas where if you really sit and look around, there's some great architecture. There was Absolutely. you know, a lot of trees, nature, you know, different birds flying around. So if you really stop and, you know, from a child's point of view, if you're on the ground looking up, I mean, it's amazing what you can see. We don't look up enough. We don't. And that's another thing. I was laying down flat just looking up at the sky, and it's like, wow, this is what Lucille sees. This is what I need to see a lot more to just you know, just appreciate what I have. And it just gives me that much more sense of gratitude for just what's around us. It's pretty, pretty freaking epic. Absolutely. Um, Something else that I had that we've been doing is that we've really stopped over scheduling our days. We have. we've, We've made a lot of space, which means we have time to do things spontaneously. Like if we see a bench or we see a chair, we see a grassy lot or we see a park, we're like, hey, let's go check it out. So I think because we left so much open space in our days, in our week, in our weekends, it's it's allowed us to kind of just be and relax more outside mm-hmm. and not feel like we're constricted and we have somewhere else to be and we have a party or an event. It's like, no, we, we're cool. We can chill here for as long as we feel like we can. Definitely. And, you know, there's been a couple surprise places that popped up. I can think of the time we were coming home from my parents' house in Delaware, and we found that little beach off the side of uh, Route 50. Oh, yeah. And it's just, you know, if you open your eyes and look, there's small hidden gems anywhere. So I think that kind of goes along with, you know, leaving that time of the day. You know, we weren't in a rush to get back home. We found a little beach, and we're like, you know what? We're going to make 45 minutes to an hour just chilling here. Yeah, that was pretty fun. That was cool. Very spontaneous. Yes. Um, But something else I had in here, um, this revolves around when I was working, so not working now, summer's off, teacher life, yay. But I would, anytime I had a break scheduled in my schedule, and I know not everyone has a break scheduled already in their day, and that's why I love what you're doing, Nick, how you're like intentionally putting it in your day. But as a teacher, (laughs) I have breaks um, for like planning and for lunch, and instead of planning, I... I don't work through my breaks anymore. I go outside and walk. And yeah, it's not the most picturesque walk. I may walk around my building and I'll see the same things over and over again. But you know how you can do the same walk over and over again, but if you you can find different things to look Definitely. at as each time you do a lap around something. So I'm finding that even though it may be repetitive and I'm walking around my building, it's like I'll find something new to focus on each time, whether it's a flower or it could be a weed or a bug or something new will pop up. And again, it sounds cheesy and very cliche, but it's very healing and it re- it kind of fills my cup back up for coming back into the classroom with the kids. And Your cup's always full. It's not always full. <laughs> I'm teasing. I do try to look at my glass as half full versus half empty though, but... I mean, I do have days where I, and I think days where I'm even more stressed or overwhelmed or, you know, not feeling 100%, I think it's even more important to force myself to be outside. Yes. Because I realize once I go outside, I'm like, shit, I'm so glad I went outside because that made me feel a lot better. And kind of bringing it back, you know, going outside at work, taking that 10 to 15 minutes, 
can actually help boost your productivity as well, your creativity, mm-hmm. whatnot. You you get a a almost a reset. You know, if you have a project and you just find yourself stuck, get up, go outside, five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever it is, and then come back and you'll be surprised how refreshed you are and how that creativity and just come, kind of comes back. Well, I said, I, I think I said this on a previous episode that you're most creative when you're walking. Mm-hmm. A lot of times things will pop in your head when you're just still with your thoughts and it's like, oh shit, that that's good. Yeah. I don't know how I thought of that, but. It's so. funny, like when I'm strolling with Lucille, if you're not around, like on Monday when you were out, I was, you know, finding things to do with Lucille. So I was like, you know, let's take a long walk, you know, and you have just a lot of thoughts and you have a lot of time to think when you're outside and and just walking around. So yeah, I I totally agree with that. So yeah, just finding excuses to get outside and walk or stroll wherever you're working, no matter if it's in a city or in suburban areas, like just get outside and just move. Um, I like to move it, move it. (laughs) I like to move it, move it. Okay, I'm done. Um, the last thing I had for us that I think has helped us is that we have made our backyard a little bit more inviting. Yes. We we now have a patio and we now have comfortable furniture. <laughs> we had chairs and, then they, your mom. and then they broke. And then my mom surprised us when we got back from Copenhagen with those chairs that like bounce a little bit. Bounce with it, bounce with it. Yeah. Um, so I think just by making your wherever your living can you know your living situation is just making the outdoor patio or whatever you have just a little bit more inviting. Yeah, deck patio, even the yard, you know. I think that makes a big difference because yeah. you want to be out there. It's not like oh, I don't want to go outside. It's ugly and yeah. I have a dirt mound. It's like you know, use what you have and make it yeah. really comfortable yeah, and make a fire pit or, or something yeah. like that. I mean, they're really easy to make. There's a lot of low budget solutions you can do to to mm-hmm. make your outdoor experience a lot better in your home. So yeah, that's uh, it's not a lot, but. Those things add up to like get us outside a little bit more during uh, busy times or I don't know if you have anything else to add before we dive into resources. No, I was just going to say that, you know, oftentimes we, we try to schedule in the evening, you know, as long as the weather is not oh, overbearing. Yeah. God, I totally you know, forgot about that. Yeah, we, we have our walks in the evening and, mm-hmm. you know, if it's us together, it's a good time for us to kind of talk and catch up and see how we're doing and talk about the podcast or our families, our friends, you know, it's, there's no range of topics that are untouchable when we're out there walking, but you know, we, you know, on good weeks, we're out there every night. We are. So it's definitely a new habit. Now we used to be watching television, but now we're walking. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm at the point where the TV's rarely on anymore. Agreed. And it's great. And just, us kind of pushing each other has been really good as far as, you know, making sure that we're outside and you, you pushing me more than I'm pushing you because you, you're very intentional about it. But, you know, it's it's definitely something that I'm glad that we do. And, 
you know, I definitely feel the benefits of it, you know, and, and, you know, I want to continue to be intentional about going outside and continue, continue to be intentional about planning our trips where there's a lot of nature involved and outdoors activities involved, because that's what we really enjoy doing. I, I love going on hikes with you and, and, you know, I hope Lucille, as she gets older, enjoys going on hikes with us as well. Oh, she better. She better. Uh, <laughs> you hear that, Lucille? Uh, but yeah, no, being outdoors is great. And, you know, we strongly encourage you to make being outside, you know, a part of your, your daily regimen. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. So, Jilly. Yes. Ready to jump in some resources? I am. I'm excited about this. Do it. Go for it. There are some fun tips in here that I didn't think of. So I was... Just a tip. (laughs) Oh. I was reading an article from Reader's Digest, and it's funny. because All I think of is my mom's little miniature magazine, Reader's Digest. I didn't even know they still made that. They do. Okay. Um, But this was on the interwebs. It wasn't like from a book. Um, Okay. And the article is called, Get Off the Couch and Get Outside, and Here's How. So it introduced the whole article by many doctors believe that sedentary living has taken over cigarettes as the number one cause of illness in America today. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Sedentary living has been linked to every major health issue of our time, such as heart disease, diabetes, obesity, stroke, depression, more, all of that fun stuff, which is scary as hell. Definitely. And it's funny how such a simple thing can cause so many so many bad things to happen to us. Yeah. Well, you consider like the environment that we're in these days, different chemicals that we use in our house that we put in our bodies, like the the processed food that we eat. I mean, it all adds up, but you know, being outside can kind of help with some of that. Yeah. And, um, it says, you know, we can still find ways to, you know, how there are some people that are like, you know, I need to get fit. I need to stay in shape. And, there's still ways to strengthen your body without always going inside and like a gym or doing exercise DVDs or we fit like all of all of these things are great, but they lack they lack some things. Oh, what, what do they lack? Do you know, they lack outdoors. Exactly. So they lack sunshine, trees, flowers, the breeze, the wind. animals. Yeah. The feel of grass under your feet, sights, sounds, smells, people and unfiltered air. <laughs> oh, i'm sorry so and it's funny that people and i know since you work in the mental health industry yes that research finds that exposure to sunlight like helps with depression so much and that's very easily linked too i mean when you think about it think of the extreme north or south part of the the globe and when they have winter time it's dark you know what 18 19 hours out of the day and you know that's highly been linked to depression because there's a lack of sunlight so it makes total sense there was even a study that found simply looking at flowers eases depression doesn't which, shock me which makes me think of that story about my mom yeah my mom works with uh has a co-worker well she doesn't uh, yeah, work anymore yeah, yeah. she's retired technically retired but she's lucille's caretaker while i'm at work (laughs) caretaker but she was saying how you know this woman she worked with was just you know she was kind of like up and down with her mood she never knew when she could talk to her if she'd be in a good mood or a bad mood um and then all of a sudden she moved her desk to where there was a huge open window and she said her mood instantly changed like 75 percent better like she was happier like 
she didn't feel like hesitant to go over and have conversations with her because she was such a happier person since she moved towards the window, which is crazy. No, and I totally believe that because yeah. I, I, my cube is right next to the window and just I look outside and there, like I said earlier, there's butterflies, birds and all that stuff. And then even the other day, we had a pretty intense thunderstorm roll through and just seeing the trees swaying you know, from the, you know, the, the huge gust of wind and the, and the rain coming down. I mean, it's, it's kind of uh, peaceful just watching that stuff and just knowing that that's right outside my window at work. Um, you know, and I know a lot of people don't have that, I guess when I say luxury, you know, where I work, but you know, I'm, I'm very grateful that I have the, the desks that I have and I, you know, tend to look outside for inspiration sometimes. Cute. Yes. All right, so you ready for ideas to get you outside more? Let's do it. I'm excited to do this for us. So the first one I have is put on your outdoor clothes the moment you come home from work. This is kind of what I did when I was in that workout regime. As soon as I would come home from work, I'd put on my quote unquote workout clothes. Mm -hmm. But now since I'm not really working out anymore, I'm just like moving my body throughout the day. I can see how that would benefit, like how that would motivate you to just want you to get outside more as soon as you come home put on clothes that you can move in you feel comfortable you don't care if they get dirty and it just kind of forces you to get outside and not be afraid to sit down in the grass or be like oh my god these pants are so nice i can't sit down because they're gonna get stains well that's too (laughs) i I think it's very important like as soon as you get home to just immediately come in say hi to everybody then go upstairs and and change your clothes and and kind of get ready for the evening i feel like sometimes we you know, meander around and just come, become complacent. And then all of a sudden, you next, next thing you know, it's nine o'clock and you, you've lost daylight mm-hmm. and you've lost any time to do anything productive. productive. So, yes. Yeah. So Get num- yourself ready. <laughs> Number two is keep essential gear by the door or in an, in an accessible place. So when they say essential gear, they mean like, you know, shoes, like bug repellent you know, coats, sunscreen, things that you would need to go outside that are in an accessible place for everyone in your family. That way it's not like a burden, like, oh, I don't want to go all the way over there to get this on. To Where go the hell's outside. the bug spray? <laughs> yeah. So there's, like, there's mosquitoes outside. I can't go out there. <laughs> I guess stopping the excuses. So getting whatever you need, the right gear so that there was no excuses. Yeah, excuses are bullshit, people. Like if it's raining, here's an umbrella. If it's snowing, here are your snow boots. Like, yeah. there's no excuse why we or shouldn't be outside. Or embrace the rain itself and ditch the umbrella. Oh, that We've would be done really, that. We have. That's fun. It makes you feel like a kid again, too. Oh, yeah. I like it. So, yeah, I think just having the right gear makes all the difference, and that way you have no excuses why you shouldn't be outside. Number three is, this one's kind of intriguing, is match your eating time with your outdoor time. So if your lunch is 20 minutes, then you need to be outside or walking for 20 minutes, like right out, right after you eat is even better because that way it forces you to get out during your break. Like there's no excuses. I didn't have time. It's like, hey, I have 40 minutes for lunch. It only takes me 15 minutes to eat. I'm going to go outside for the rest of that time. I agree with that. And that's something that I mentioned earlier that I'm really trying to work myself towards. So, yeah do it oh that was cool it's very cool all right number four is use your weekday evening more effective effectively so for example um you know you don't have to uh like spend all your outdoor like spend all your weekend time like 
grocery shopping or running errands. It's like you can do little things throughout the week. That way Mm -hmm. you have more time for outdoor adventures during the weekend. And they made a good point. Like usually I go grocery shopping on Sundays. And if I go at the right time, it's not too crowded. But if you have you ever gone to a grocery store during the week, it's like dead. Ghost town. It is. So if you think about it, like if I change a day during the week to go grocery shopping to save that time on the weekends for more outdoor adventures, that would be really cool and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be crowded at all. Yeah. Well and to your point, this week is one of the first weeks that I've done this this summer, but I got to mow the lawn on a Wednesday. So I don't have to mow the lawn this Saturday. Yes. And since I have to cut it every week, my goal is to cut it, you know, next week during one of the nights and just kind of making that a weeknight thing rather than a weekday thing until I start running out of daylight. But we still got some time before that, that starts happening. So yeah, do the, uh, do the grunt work on the weekdays and then you have your weekends free. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool idea. It, it just requires some planning, but we can totally do that. Totally. Make it happen. Toots. <laughs> um, number, God, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> number five is, and I really enjoy this, assemble a toy box. So for example, like lawn games, frisbee, wiffle balls, hula hoops, badminton, something that the whole family can do. Viking chest? Not just kids. I think we always think of toy box as a kid's thing. We need to think of the toy box as a universal tool for everyone to use. Wait, what did you just say? Viking chest. Yes. Yes. I want to start, and I feel like we only pull out lawn games when we have special events yes i want to start pulling out long games during the week and like hey instead of going for a walk let's play a game of viking chess can we do that wait well i mean lucille can't play viking chess. well i know that but she could still crawl around and we can kind of take turns yeah watching her (laughs) can jam yeah playing catch like any excuse to get out like i don't know why is it that we save long games for just special events like why don't we play it as a family yeah I think that would be really fun. I'll crush you in bags. <laughs> so Corn yeah, hole for you, for the, the for garage is now our storage place for everybody toy games or I toy like box. It. <laughs> Done. All right, the next one they had is, and I wasn't sure how I thought felt about this. The tip was to schedule like crazy, and when I read that, I was like, "Oh, I'm not a huge scheduler, but I do believe in like you know scheduling the essential things, the priority." Mm-hmm. So. It took me a while to like marinate on this, but I do really enjoy this tip. So it says, the most common Saturday conversation in America goes like this. What do you want to do today? I don't know. What do you want to (laughs) do? And it's so true. Some days are like that. A lot of weekends. So it talked about how picnics, hikes, bike rides, and other nature adventures don't just happen spontaneously. You need to plan them sometimes because during the week, Oh, it said during the week, be as specific in your planning as possible for the upcoming weekend. Don't just don't just suggest a nature walk. Pick a time, a place and make it a firm plan and write that shit down. Put in your Google calendar. And it's true. Like we do get outside, but we don't. I feel like if you want to go to a park or a specific area, like you do have to plan that shit and Mm -hmm. write it down. So that way. You're making time for the commute to packing snacks because it does take time if you want to like have fun. You got to be prepared with water bottles and all the essentials. So it's like the weekend, even if it's like the weekend before. You don't want to have to plan it in the morning and then scramble to get everything together. You want to know, okay, tomorrow we're going X, Y, Z. Friday night, we're getting everything together. 
That way we can leave either early Saturday morning mm-hmm. and beat the heat, you know, yes. just depending on what the temperature is going to be. So, yeah, plan that shit. And I was thinking, like, you know how sometimes we would plan hiking trips and it could be raining and we're like, oh, we don't want to go hiking. It's raining. But now I'm like, my my brain is flipped on that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go hiking, there's a lot of trees. So, really, the water isn't hitting you that much. No, it's not as crazy. So Unless now, you're in a monsoon. Well, we're not in Arizona. Um, but, yeah, so now... Like, if it's raining, I feel like that's even more of a perfect time to go hiking because no one's going to be on the trails. No. And if you have the right gear, going back to, like, just being prepared, it's going to be super fun. And really, I find that traveling, adventures, whatever, it's not the place that makes it fun. It's the people you're with. 100%. The people, the conversation, just everything. So I'm excited just to forget about the weather and just to just be outside more, but be prepared we're not going to be dumb about it like we're going to have the gear but yeah i thought that was the last tip i had but i thought all of those tips were super motivating and i'm definitely ready to put those into action those are great tips jilly (laughs) thank you you're welcome (laughs) well they weren't for me thank you reader's digest (laughs) reader's digest good looking out (laughs) so any other resources or no. All right. I felt like that was pretty That was meaty. really that's, comprehensive. That's a delicious meaty sandwich yes. for you to like chew slowly and digest and just pick a couple to try. And, and of course, we will link that article in the show notes for sure. you guys. So without further ado, Jilly, let's get that quote of the day. <laughs> so I had two quotes, but I kind of want to go with my second quote because it just made me laugh and... I, the first one was like really inspirational, but the second one that I want to read is just like. Let's just do the second one. I like one. it. All right. All right. So, our quote of the day is by George Carlin. I like George Carlin. That guy's the man. Yes. Great comedian. Yes. So, his quote is I like it when a flower or a little tuft of grass goes grows through a crack in the concrete. It's so fucking heroic. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. And that's that's the kind of shit we don't think about anymore as adults. We don't think about the cool ass crap. <laughs> crap. Yeah. Just the amazingness of what's around us, of plants, of birds, of animals, and just there's so much heroic, miraculous things happening around us if we just pay attention to it. This is a miraculous it. world. Everything in it is a miracle. Yes. Yeah. Very. All right. Well, folks. That's a wrap for today. And your take action or oh, your yeah. challenge. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to start right. challenging you folks. Yeah, we're going to So here's a you. challenge for this week. So we have three things. You can pick one. You can pick all three. Your challenge. Should you choose to accept it. Is to which s- you will. <laughs> schedule time to go outside. Put it in your Google calendar. Your write work it down. Calendar, write it down. Yeah. Post it. Whatever you need to do to remind yourself that I need to be outside, even if it's just for five minutes. So schedule it in now, just like it was a doctor's appointment. Oh, I need to go outside today at 2 p.m. It's non-negotiable. Sorry. Yep. Your second challenge is to make whatever outdoor space you have inviting to you and your family. Do whatever you can. Put a little candle out there, a table, a chair, a blanket. Do something and you can probably look around your house and you might even own something already to use to More spruce than up. More do, yeah. Yeah, to spruce up whatever outdoor space that you have that belongs to you so that it invites you and makes you want to be out there more. Do it. And your third challenge is to replace an indoor activity with an outdoor one. 
So. Can jam. If you tend to go inside and watch your television show at 7 o'clock, I, we challenge you to find a different fun activity that yeah, makes you Jeopardy go outside. Yeah, turn off Jeopardy and go outside. Turn off Jeopardy. Oh, my grandmother used to love Jeopardy. Yeah. I never knew any of the answers. She was I a lot either. smarter than me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. That's it, so baby. that'll do it. Yeah. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You know, if you liked what you heard, please take a screenshot, share it on social media, write us a review online. It really helps us reach a more broad audience. And we want to thank you all for being our lovely listeners. And we will talk to you again next week. See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you like today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.